I think the thought that went through my mind is if it didn't work with us, what makes you think that it's going to work with her? Thank you for joining us for the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This podcast is for blended families, the people who love them, and anyone who just wants to improve their marriage and family relationships. BKF exists to break the cycle of divorce, equip marriages, and unite blended families with the truth of God's Word. It is our hope that today you will receive biblical guidance and practical resources that will bring unity and peace to create your thriving, healthy home. Let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome back to the BKF Podcast. We are your host, Scott, and my lovely bride, Vanessa. Uh, 10 years of marriage. And almost 10. Almost 10. We're like getting close. November. We are getting close. Nine months. Uh, but we're excited you're here with us today. Um, and if you haven't already, take an opportunity, like, share, comment, leave us a message, leave us your review. We'd love yes. to hear from you. Yes. Um, so we're launching into uh, a season of marriage. Yes. And we're going to be talking about marriage. But today we're going to spin it just a bit, and we're going to talk it. about marriage, but you ain't the bride or the groom. That's right. That's right. We're going to be talking about when your ex-spouse gets remarried yeah. or gets married. You know, yeah. Remarried, mm-hmm. just married. Mm-hmm. And um, and kind of the the three phases of that or maybe three different perspectives of that. And, mm-hmm. and again, in blended families, this is going to happen. Yeah. I mean, we know that uh, throughout a progression – um, with the dissolution of maybe your first marriage, uh, usually partners find another spouse and they get yeah. remarried and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you have a bigger blended family. So, yeah. but there are, there's thoughts there. Yeah. There's absolutely. feelings. Absolutely. And we're going to dive into each of those. And so first, Scott, just tell us those three, the three different areas that yeah. you want to talk about today. So I, I would first look at it from a perspective of if you're not remarried, let's say you're in your, wherever your shoes are, you're the person who's not remarried and you're um, the other parent to your child is getting married or remarried. So that perspective of maybe you have not gotten to that step and they got there maybe before you did. Yeah. Uh, the other side of it would be you are remarried and then your uh, ex-spouse uh, or biological other parent is getting remarried as well. So then there's the introduction of the step-parent yeah. to, the, to the equation. Mm-hmm. And the third area that we're going to examine is what do the children think about this? Yeah. And what is their thoughts? So those three areas. Yeah. So, uh, Vanessa, we're going to turn it to you because you kind of fit the first side of this. Sure. Uh, when your ex-spouse got remarried, you yeah. had not been married yet. Right. So let's talk about how you feel about that. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, and just to be completely transparent and honest, I mean, I remember, um, you know, there was a bit of a grieving process with that. I mean, to be honest, I, we had probably been divorced, I would say a couple of years and, um, he, um, remarried pretty, um, pretty quickly after, you know, was in a relationship and, and they got married. And, and at the time, you know, our, my relationship with his, uh, fiance, it, it was good. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but I, but I remember the day that he was getting married and, and just from that perspective of there was a little bit of grieving and knowing that, um, that for our son, he was never, his parents were never going to be back together again. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't necessarily that I missed him or that I wanted to uh, get married to him again. Mm -hmm. Um, I I really don't know how to explain it, but I think it was more of a grieving for Michael Mm -hmm. um, and how he was going to experience that, you know, later on in life. Um, And I think anytime when you're the the, the person in the party that maybe didn't ask for the divorce, yeah. Or, um, 
you know, you weren't the one to really make that decision that, um, maybe there's some of, of some part of you that thinks that maybe one day you would get back together. And so mm. I think there's a lot of people that go through that. Yeah. Um, and so there's a, a bit of a grievance there. Um, but yeah, you know, you know, when further down the road, you know, I even remember when they were getting married, I remember his stepmom coming to me and, um, and I really respected this about her that she was like, Hey, I'm committed. And, um, and I just want to promise you that I'm going to do the best of my ability to raise mm-hmm. Michael into, um, you know, a great, you know, young man and, um, really just want to work with you. I don't want to overstep my boundaries and all of those things. And, um, and I remember she came to me early on and and we had that conversation and, and obviously since then, I mean, we've, you and I've been to, you know, I've been divorced from his dad for gosh, you know, you know, I don't know, 14 years now. And so, um, you know, we've had our, definitely had our hills and valleys and our relationship, you know, hasn't necessarily been what it once was, but, um, but I can say that, uh, you know, it does change the dynamic. It changes the dynamic of your co-parenting. Um, it changes, uh, I think even the dynamic with your children and how you parent. I know that there were some things that, um, looking back now that I did differently because there was, um, a new woman, a stepmom, another Mm. mother in Michael's life. Did you ever feel any kind of resentment because he got there first? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm just going to be honest here. I, I think I thought, I think the thought that went through my mind is if it didn't work with us, what makes you think that it's going to work with her? Yeah. And, you know, with him moving on so fast, um, it made me feel, you know, like that there wasn't love or that there wasn't, um, um, you know, I, I, I don't know, like, like, like that he never loved me. I, I don't know. And I, and I know that that's, that's probably silly because we were yeah. married. Um, but I think there was just a lot of things that you start questioning. You start questioning who mm. you are. You start questioning your past. You start questioning, um, I would say your identity. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was, there was a lot that I was questioning. And then of, of course I, I was asking God, like, why not me? Why, yeah. why haven't I found somebody yet? You know, why, why is it that, that you know, I'm the one that, and I had felt like I was the one that had suffered a lot in this yeah. situation. So w- why am I not getting that blessing? Mm. Like, why hasn't God brought me a new husband? Like mm. it was just all this why, 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 why. And, um, and now I can look back and see that, see the work that God was doing in my life. And I needed that time to be single and heal. I needed those yeah. five, six years to, to really just focus on my relationship with the Lord and focus on Michael and get to a healthy spot, mm-hmm. um, with him in that. So, yeah, I can imagine, you know, you're, 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 you know, you're visualizing these things and not only visualizing them, you're seeing, you know, Michael, you know, participate in them and Absolutely. you're like, come on now, like this has been really tough on me and yeah. I'm watching my ex-spouse become immensely happier yeah. <laughs> uh, in this yeah. process and, and watching, you know, now and sharing the mother responsibilities. And, mm-hmm. and I know there are people listening. They're like, dude, that is my situation. Yes. I am in here and I am in the dogfight of mm-hmm. being a single parent. And now my ex-spouse is, you know, living, you know, the dream that I once had. Exactly. You know, and I've heard this quote is, is I mean, a quote or more of a statement is, is it's funny how, you know, they, they, they don't do the things that they're supposed to do with you so they can go do the things that they were supposed to do with you with somebody else. Sure. And so uh, it's frustrating. Absolutely. It's, it's, a, it's a frustrating process. And, um, and I love what you said about waiting on God's timing because mm-hmm. we, we've talked about this a lot and, 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 and it's very biblical mm-hmm. in the fact that God does have a plan and, he, and it's not on your timing. Yeah. 
It's not. It's, yeah. It is nowhere close to, you don't really fully understand God's plan. And, yeah. uh, and he'll reveal that to you at a certain point, but it's frustrating to wait sometimes. Sure. And, you know, I'm sure that there's some people who are watching this that maybe their spouse left them and they are now married to the person that they cheated yeah. on them with. And, you know, that, that, that can be extremely difficult. Um, and so, you know, I know that this can be spun in so many different, mm-hmm. in, in, in so many different ways, but I think being on the other side of it now, um, you know, I didn't want to get married again. Like I had literally vowed, and we talk about this mm-hmm. in our book and blended and redeemed the inner vow that I made, like, I'm never mm-hmm. going to get married again. I'm never going to allow a man to treat me like that again. I don't need a man to take care of me and my son, all of these yeah. inner vows. Um, and I, and I can look back, look back now, um, and just see where the enemy really just wanted to just have a stronghold, um, and just keep me in bondage in that area of life. Um, I didn't think that men were trustworthy. I didn't think that I was worthy of love. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think that, um, uh, that I would ever find anybody who would want to, um, you know, love Michael and I, the both of us. Yeah. And so, um, there was just a lot of work again, like I said earlier, that, that God had to do within me. Um, and then just opening my eyes, like giving me the spiritual eyes to see like his just goodness and faithfulness mm-hmm. throughout all of that. Um, and where he was taking us and, you know, and then getting on the path of praying for my ex-spouse um, and praying for his spouse and then praying for a future spouse, which, mm-hmm. you know, which um, the Lord brought me you. And so, um, I don't know, it's been a really neat journey to look back upon and um, and just see his hand in all of it. Well, and I, and I think the important thing is, is that you um, didn't run from that. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of times we can get into that scenario where we're like, you know, my timing needs to take over mm-hmm. and I'm going to start forcing the issue of finding myself uh, a proper spouse or, you know, maybe a proper spouse for now. Yeah. Uh, somebody who's going to fulfill the need that I have right now and fulfill yeah. the hurt and the pain that I have right now and make that better. Uh, I love that you were patient through that. And I remember that, you know, even when we met, that was mm-hmm. one of the things that that I kind of looked at and said, wow, she's been single for so many years. Mm-hmm. I know she's just waiting for me. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's not what I said. That's not what I thought. I I, I really thought that, you know, hey, you know, you had gone through a process and I, and I watched, um, and, and you told me a lot about that healing process. So Mm -hmm. I just think that if you're in that situation and you've kind of related to this first aspect of what we're talking about, just know that, that God's timing is perfect. Um, you're not broken. You are not damaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may not be getting remarried the way your ex-spouse or, or biological other biological parent is getting remarried, yeah. but that doesn't mean that it's a hit on you. Yeah. You know, and I, I know everyone's relationships are different with their ex-spouse, but, um, you know, you guys, if you can celebrate with them, celebrate with them. Sure. I, um, I remember meeting Michael's stepmom for the first time. And, um, it really took me by surprise. It was, mm-hmm. I was at Michael had a baseball game and, she showed up and introduced and I was like, okay, but I remember messaging his dad after and I was like, Hey, or he had messaged me and had said, you know, thank you for being so kind to her. And I was like, you know, like I knew that this day was going to come at some point. And, um, you know, I just hope that she loves Michael and loves you, Mm -hmm. you know, to the best of her ability. And, Mm -hmm. um, and again, whenever you can just start blessing your ex-spouse and start praying for them, it really does change you. And it really changes your perspective of this, of them. And, um, and I want to read a verse here in Colossians and it says, put on then as God's chosen, 
ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you. So do also, so you also must forgive. And I love that. Um, and this is in Colossians, um, three, um, three twelve, And in, in here, it's talking about like how God's image shows through our kindness, but shines through your mercy. And so I think when you can get to a point with your ex-spouse, you know, and they are getting remarried and you see all these blessings and all these amazing things happening, mm-hmm. happening, just your kindness and, and, and the, the joy, um, that you can share with them in that, like, it's not only going to one, it's going to bless your children immensely, mm-hmm. but, um, but there's a part of that too, that will bless you. No, I agree hundred percent. The second phase of this is your ex-spouse or other biological parent. And I would say in 95% of the cases, it's ex-spouse. But either way, maybe you're already remarried, and now it's time for them to get remarried. So really, it's the reverse of this. It's it's the reversing of shoes here. And now you're thinking uh, in terms of as you're looking across and you're you're seeing what's happening, you're looking at it as the introduction of a new parent. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, uh, in some ways, you're seeing them move on as well. Sure. Um, now, I know that's not a situation you and I have faced personally, but we've sure. definitely talked to a lot of couples who have been in that scenario. Yeah. Uh, from a, from, let's go from your side, from a biological parent introducing in a step parent. Yeah. How do you navigate that? You know, I can only speak from experience. So, I mean, I remember when you and I made, when we, you proposed, Mm -hmm. and I remember it wasn't too long after, um, I had contacted Michael's dad Mm -hmm. and I was like, Hey, you know, Scott and I got engaged and we're going to be at this time we Mm -hmm. were living in Abilene and we were going to be moving to the Metroplex and just was like, Hey, like, this happened. We're going to be moving. And, you know, his dad congratulated me. Um, but it did change things because whenever now, you know, he's been married for years now. And, um, now all of a sudden there's a man in Michael's life who's going to be a stepdad. I mean, there was definitely a, a switch in his, his, his tone. And I would say in his urgency to be more involved with Michael Mm -hmm. and not saying that he wasn't, or was an absent father because his, his father tried to be involved with him as much as he could, um, you know, living, Mm -hmm. you know, hundreds of miles away from each other. But, um, but there was an urgency, you know, once we moved to the Metroplex area, he and his wife then moved to the Metroplex area from where they were living. And so, you know, it did change the dynamic of our co-parenting relationship dramatically. Um, but I remember also too you as the new step parent, Mm -hmm. having a conversation with him, um, of, Hey, like, this is my role. This is what I want to do much like his stepmom did with me. Um, you know, and so I, and, and two, I think it's, it's different when it's man to man and woman to woman, there's definitely a different dynamic there. Um, but you know, in our experience, it went, it went really well. Um, and you know, no, I, I think that, you know, again, and, you know, everybody's different in those situations. Sure. You know, obviously with us, you know, there was a, a very strong preparation of, of you know, how are we going to handle this? And I think yeah. the same thing from their side. But we know a lot of couples aren't, they don't have that. They don't, they don't, they don't, they don't have that kind of relationship or maybe even um, in some cases the maturity to have those sure. conversations or yeah. they feel confident enough to have those conversations. Yeah. So your 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 other spouse is getting married. You're seeing you know this happen. You're under the impression that you know hey there's another you know mom figure or hey there's another father figure coming into play. A lot of anxiety pops up 
Um, and I'll tell you the one that I think of the most is there's a fear that because there's another parent and now there's a more unified front that those two could gang up and say negative things about me. Sure. You know, that now that there's a story there um, and, and that short story is shared and they're going to have influence of, of my child. And, um, you know, how is my child going to react? Because, again, as co-parents, that's one of the things that we're most predominantly focused on is how is the child reacting to this? Right. And are we are they protecting or, you know, unfortunately, is it, am I losing? Are they winning? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. where, where is, what's going on? So the step family, uh, the step parent introduction yeah. is extremely, um, anxiety provoking. Well, and I think there, it just, it opens opportunity for the other parent to be critical, you yeah. know? And, and, and I remember when we first started dating, I remember there were the, where there were little remarks that were given to me about our relationship and you. And, yeah. and I think, and I think, you know, given our situation, my ex-spouse and his you know, new spouse had been married quite a while. So they were used to this them dynamic and just Vanessa dynamic. And then all of a sudden when there's, um, you know, a new step parent or, or, you know, a new man in the picture, so to speak, um, you know, it kind of, it can kind of ruffle feathers and it may bring out motions that they didn't know what that was there. And so I remember us having some conversations, um, of, you know, and I remember you boldly stepping in because, um, just because of the, the way I was being spoken to and you were like, Hey, yeah. this isn't going to happen anymore. Um, and so I remember we had, we kind of had to, 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 you know, um, to cross some roads there at the beginning, but, um, but you know, once, once we did decide to get married and, and, and go down that route, you know, it was like, okay, it's a done deal. You know, this is Michael's new step parent. And how are we all four going to co-parent, yeah. you know, to the best of our ability? And I think it takes a lot of intentionality. Sure. And it takes, it takes swallowing of pride. Yeah. Um, both men and women have pride, by the way. It's not just men. Yes. Uh, but I, I think the introduction is so critical and, and can be very intentional. Yeah. Because again, you're, you have to understand that there's a fear that is surrounded there. There is a fear that, that it comes over that situation that says, I don't know what this new person's going to bring, mm-hmm. but I'm most concerned about my child or children, and that induces a fear of what's going to happen next. Yeah. So the first thing I would say is, is be bold in reaching out for a conversation to say, hey, listen, I understand this is may not be, it may be surprising to you. Yeah. It may be uh, maybe a situation where we don't know each other very well and all of a sudden um, we're going to be co-parenting together because yeah. it's not really what you do. You're like, yeah. hey, you don't bring my boyfriend around or my girlfriend around the other parents. It's yeah. not really yeah. a normal thing. So most yeah. of the time they're getting introduced at the engagement or already married level. Sure. Um, so just reaching out, having a conversation, be like, hey, listen, I just want to, as a step parent, I just want to co-parent with you. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not judging but anything that's happened in the past, I'm yeah. looking solely at our future and and how can we work together? That alone quashes so much. Well, and I, I would say to that too, like don't let fear be the driver. Like if you're looking at the spiritual side of it, like don't let fear drive you know, conversations. Don't let fear drive your emotions. Um, because it can be a very emotional process. Um, you know, getting married and, and you're like, okay, now there's this new person introduced into my son or daughter's life. And so, you know, understanding that fear comes from the enemy, um, and that God and the Holy spirit, that is our peace. Peace is who he is. And so, um, just really remembering to let that reign and rule in our hearts versus, um, letting the enemy creep in with that fear. Yeah. 
And and don't forget, children have emotions and thoughts too. Yeah. And depending upon the age of the child, you know, we, and we probably see this in probably three phases, younger, maybe like up to like, you know, eight, nine years old, 10 to 18, and maybe adult children. They look at this and they have different feelings as well. Yeah. They can be excited. Yeah. Because most of the time, I think in a dating relationship leading up to marriage, that's generally been a time of fun. Yeah. Especially for kids. They don't see a lot of the the maybe the discipline side of of, of experiencing their parents' dating relationships as yeah. they get introduced. So it's fun. So you the child could be really excited and you're gonna have to be um either matching that excitement with them. Yeah. Uh, or you're going to be maybe getting in the snide comments and kind of raining on their parade. Yeah. Um, but either way, they're going to experience this. And and it can have, I wouldn't say traumatic, because I think that's a big word. I think it's going to have some type of effect. Whatever your reaction is, is going to affect them. Sure. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, talking about it from a child's perspective, and I remember when my mom got married to mm. my stepdad. And all of a sudden I had this father figure for the first time in my life yeah. and or the third time in my life. Cause my yeah. mom got married. My, my mom has been married three times. She and my uh, dad, stepdad. Um, but you know, I remember all of a sudden I have this dad and, Oh, and I have a sibling too. Like yeah. I, my, my stepsister and, you know, as a child, it's like, you're learning how to cope with that. And yes, the idea of, Hey, my mom and my biological father are never, ever going to get back mm-hmm. together again. And just the grief that can come with that. But also now I'm taking direction from this man that, you know, you know, I've only known for three months, my mom and dad were only married three months. They're going on 30 years. I mean, that's yeah. amazing, but had only known him three months, didn't yeah. know my stepsister that well. There's an eight year difference between she and I. And so yeah. there's just all of these emotions and these things that you're going through. And, um, uh, and, and it can be difficult for a child to navigate, mm-hmm. but you know, I think one of the best things that my mom did in that, um, in their circumstance, I mean, from the beginning, it was like, my marriage comes first. And that's something that we talk mm-hmm. about all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but also being sensitive to where I was. And I remember I was in counseling. We did family counseling together, mm-hmm. which I think is one of the best things you can do as a blended family and helping you maybe navigate the blend in the beginning. You know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people do that. We see a lot of blended families who are beginning to blend or they're about to get married. They're mm-hmm. in that engagement process, mm-hmm. some even in the dating process and just really utilizing an outside resource that can help you as you're going through that process. Yeah. Yeah. All of these scenarios are, they're challenging, but they're real life. Yeah. Guys, I mean, you know, one of the things that we want to be, you know, committed to here is talking about real life issues. And we know that these are things that, you know, may not be talked about every day, but they are things that you experience as a blended family. Sure. You know, people do get remarried and whether you're first or second, I don't know, but, um, there's feelings there. there I mean, there's real feelings there and, and and kids experience these things too. Absolutely. Um, so I love that you brought up counseling. We are obviously huge proponents of counseling. Don't be scared of it. Don't be fearful of the experience. Find yourself a good Christian counselor. They're great. Uh, no matter where you are in this situation, um, just find one and go and, and, and be committed to that process. Yeah. And I, I just, you know, to close this out, you guys, I just want to say, if you're the person that, you know, your ex-spouse is, is getting, you've been married and now they're getting married or, or, you know, it's the opposite. Like you haven't been married or you haven't gotten married yet and they've been married for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, you guys, we know that, that this comes with a lot of emotions. It comes with a lot of feelings. It can bring up a lot of things from the past. Um, but you know, our encouragement is, you know, just stay anchored in the Lord. Um, you know, continue to be in his Mm -hmm. presence, continue to read your Bible, continue to pray. Um, and continue to love on those children as they're experiencing this along with you. We, we know that that can be heavy and it can be a lot. Yeah. So here comes the other bride. It's a tough one. But thank you guys so much for being here. Um, hope this has encouraged you. We hope that this has touched an area of your life that you can start pouring into with prayer and with people and with counseling. Yeah. You guys take care. Have a great, great day. Be blessed in all that you do. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.